Cheers. Cheers, baby. <laughs> That's it. Let's do it. Welcome to The Water Cooler, everybody. The Water Cooler is a show about marketing, sales, and technology. Each episode, we focus on bringing you advice that works. You can tune in live and join the conversation with hundreds of real estate agents live on our Facebook page every Wednesday at 1 o'clock. Uh, you can catch the replay or watch any of our previous recordings uh, on iTunes and on YouTube. I think we're also on Spotify now, if I'm not mistaken, as well here, guys. You can check us out there. My name is Jimmy Mackin. I'm joined by my main man, best-selling author of The Conversion Code, my fellow partner here at Curate. Chris, Chris, welcome to the call, bud. What's up, man? Pumped. Yeah, well, this is this is this is a show to be pumped about because mm-hmm. we're bringing back the fan favorites this week. This is a show that I think all of our fans love when we do any type of live review, and we've had hundreds of people, Chris, submit their websites, their Facebook pages, their Instagram accounts that we're going to review live on the air. Now, I want to give you guys a disclaimer. Uh, Chris and I have not seen any of these. We have not looked at any of, we, we, we didn't peek. We didn't look at any of these. We didn't look at any of the Instagram accounts, any of the Facebook pages or the websites, uh, because what we want to do is we want to give that sort of first impression that, you know, instant raw feedback, because in reality, Chris, uh, that's the way that consumers judge your brand and they judge your website and they drive your, judge your Instagram profiles. They don't sit around and kind of review everything and kind of take a look and dig deep. They just sort of have this sort of instant reaction. So we think that's gonna be really valuable. But before we get into any of that, Chris, we gotta, spe- oh, excuse me, one thing. Anybody who we choose this week, we're gonna be giving away a $50 gift card and a free copy of the book, of the conversion code. But before we get into any of that, Chris, we also have another promo that you wanna give away as well. Yeah, it definitely takes some courage to submit your stuff. So I want to thank the people that submitted it. Mm-hmm. It's definitely something where, you know, we're, we're not going to hold back. And you're right, Jimmy. There was actually a study nice. done in the conversion code mm-hmm. that the attention span of an online consumer is eight seconds or less. Mm-hmm. So that sort of initial impact, that initial impression you know, what do they say? You never get a second chance to make a first impression. Mm -hmm. So that's going to be a lot of what we look at. But, you know, we know a lot of people are sort of afraid to get their stuff critiqued live on the air like this. Mm -hmm. And so what we decided is Jimmy and I are actually going to do a one-on-one private consulting for two people today. Not today, but two people will win today. And what we're going to do in that private coaching session is we are going to go through your Instagram, Mm -hmm. your Facebook page, and your website one-on-one for 30 minutes. Mm -hmm. That that is a coaching that normally is very difficult to get and very expensive. So if you would like to win a half an hour private consultation with Jimmy or I, All you have to do is share this Facebook Live right now. Share it in the Facebook groups that you're a member of. Share it in your brokerages group. Share it in the big groups that are active where half the advice sucks because ours doesn't, right? Mm -hmm. Like Ultimately, if you hit share right now, you are going to be entered to win this private coaching. And at the end of this live stream, within the next hour, We are going to announce those two winners. So we're going to do a bunch of public critiques right now. Mm -hmm. But then we're going to also do two private consultations for water cooler fans. So cheers to that. The other thing we decided to do, Jimmy, Mm -hmm. I'm not sure if our audience has seen Bandersnatch. (laughs) I I had to relook up the name. But Netflix did a really cool thing Mm -hmm. while we were off the air. And they they did kind of like the first ever film – where you got to choose your own adventure. 
and it was fun. You could make the guy jump off the building or not. You could yeah. make the other guy jump off the building. Like it got a lot of buzz. It was a very innovative idea. And I know for me growing up, Jimmy, I loved those choose your own adventure books where you get some say in how the show unfolds or how the story unfolds. So we're going to do that right now. Here's what I want you guys to do in the Facebook live chat right now. You are going to get to choose what we start with. So we need to know right now, do you want us to start by critiquing the Instagram accounts mm -hmm. or the websites or the Facebook pages? You're the audience and you get to choose. So start putting the comments in. We are going to start with what you guys want us to. And then we'll vote again for round two. Round three will be pretty obvious. So you get to choose mm -hmm. which networks or websites we start with. Jimmy, I'm guessing we're already getting a lot of suggestions. So let me ask you this because this, this, yeah. they're all coming in already. What, okay. what, do you, what do you think is going to be number one? What's your guess? Yeah, I guessed before the show. My guess is Instagram. All right. We're starting with Instagram. It's wow, you, it, it, it is it. It's absolutely across the board. Everyone okay. is looking for us to review their Instagram account. So let me set this up for you, Chris, because mm -hmm. I'm going to share with you a gentleman by the name of Kevin Owens who posted this, okay. I think, on our Instagram story. Yeah. And I'm going to have you give a review. Three to five minutes. Give me uh, feedback on what he's doing well, what he's not doing well. As we get into this, I want everyone to pay very close attention because this is the way that consumers judge your brand. So Chris's raw feedback it's not going to be in any particular order per se, but it's yep. going to be something that's, I think, really authentic to the way a consumer would experience. All right, Chris, you should be yeah. able to see our screen right now. I got Kevin's yes. profile pulled up. All right, I'm going to give you my first instinct. My first instinct is I like what I see because Kevin's doing three things that a lot of the accounts that I've seen in the past are not doing. Mm -hmm. Number one, see how his circle actually has that color around it, Jimmy? Yep. That means he's got stories stories are more popular than the news feed starting this year. Like if you're not posting stories, you're going to kind of be a ghost. I was talking to this agent the other day. I said, what, what are you sending your clients? He said, well, I used to send them stuff that was cheesy and now I don't send them anything. Mm -hmm. And it's like, well, do you want to be cheesy or do you want to be invisible? That's a difficult choice. But Jimmy, click on Kevin's picture because okay. it'll show everyone that he's posting stories. Now, how many stories does he have there, Jimmy? Right now, it appears he's got one, two, three, four, five, six stories. Not bad. And he's got the hashtags. Mm -hmm. He's using the copy. Click through a couple more for me. Yeah. He's, you know, he's actually using them what I would call the right way. So the first thing I notice on that account, if I'm a modern consumer, if I'm a millennial that's looking to hire a realtor that you know knows what they're doing, just the fact that he has a story is a differentiator and they look really good yeah. so that's the first thing jimmy go back to the bio this is the second thing kevin's bio looks great kevin's bio the the way that he has it what i would call short and sweet mm -hmm. did we lose kevin jimmy i'm gonna pull it up here and just keep okay keep a moment. i know you're so, looking at it scott's uh, it's kevin owens realtor i got you here and if you guys want to follow along you can see his handle there but like look at that bio see how there's like an emoji space scottsdale mm -hmm. native Emoji spaced rank top 5%. Emoji space America's top 100 agents. Like, mm -hmm. I can tell that he's good at what he does. I can tell what he does. And I can tell where he does it all by glancing at his bio. I was looking at one of our client accounts. I'm going to call him out. He's a good friend and he, he won't be mad. Samuel Park. Sam Park and the Park Group, they're amazing. They're mm -hmm. probably in the top 1% of all agent marketers in the world. He didn't have a bio 
in his Instagram. Yeah. It's just like, man, people forget that stuff. The other thing he did there, Jimmy, he obviously has a link mm -hmm. in his profile. Okay. Now I just figured out that that link is, oh, he's using Linktree. So Jimmy, click on that link. And I want to talk about that for a second. It, it did the same thing for me, but it'll load. Okay. It, it's a very common tactic, you guys, on Instagram to say, hey, link in bio. Because you can't do links. So people say link in bio. Yeah. Well, it sucks to have to change the link in your bio every time. So what Kevin's using is a technology called Linktree. Yeah. And what Linktree does is it allows you to change the link there so that you can keep the same link in your bio all the time. Yeah. And you can have multiple links as you see what Kevin's doing. So props to him for setting up Linktree, having it kind of customized, a little grainy on the photo, not going to lie, a little low res. But pull this up for me, Jimmy, really quick. Go to go to Kaizen. Pull up our client site, Kaizen Home Sales, mm -hmm. and then do slash IG. Because I want to give people a pro tip here. You can use Linktree, mm -hmm. okay? You could use Linktree like Kevin is, but you could almost do the same thing on your site. This is something one of our awesome marketers did, Jenny. Uh, Jenny did, Jenny Berger with, with Casey here. See how it's exactly the same thing as Linktree, Jimmy? Yeah. It's yeah. literally the same thing, but it's on your site. So that's a good pro tip for Kevin. Recreate the concept of Linktree on your website as a page. You can still do the updates in the back end, but then everybody that clicks, they're on your site and you've still got the list that they can click on. So a lot of pro tips happening. Let me ask you a quick follow-up yeah. question there. Uh, does the order of the Linktree matter? Yes. Meaning yes. Yeah, so Jimmy, the way that works is you can see how he's got so many in there. All you have to factor in is you want to make sure the top one mm -hmm. is the one you're referencing in your most recent post, okay? Yeah. okay. So if we're referencing Watch the Water Cooler Live, mm -hmm. that needs to be our top link. From there down, think about it, Jimmy. Here's another good use case of Linktree. Hey, click here to listen to our show. Yeah. Well, I don't know if they've got Stitcher. I don't know if they've got iTunes. I don't know if they've got Spotify. So that's a way to link people to one place, and then it branches out to other places. That's why it's called a link tree. Yeah. Go back to the profile, though, Jimmy. I want to mention something else that Kevin's doing. Couple, couple other good things. One is, see how he tagged a different page in his bio? Mm -hmm. So a lot of our clients, Jimmy, they have their personal account, yep. and then they have a business account. And what you can do is you can actually tag in your bio your other account. Yeah. And what that does, it gets you some cross-pollination and some cross-growth. The other thing that jumps off the page here, Jimmy, for me, are the highlights. Mm -hmm. If you look at the highlights, which are those little circles in gray, there's a bunch of them. They're beautiful. Now, I will say, see how it says home to dot, dot, dot? You got to go short on your highlight descriptions mm -hmm. because you don't get a lot of copy there. But, Jimmy, click on one of the staging highlights for me. Sure. What the highlights allow you to do is even those stories come and go, Yeah, the highlights are a place for you to build up an archive of all your old stories. Yeah. So you can see, yeah. this, like, when does that say it was posted, Jimmy? When are those? When were those? Yeah, posted? these are seven weeks ago, eight exactly. weeks ago, 59 Because people tell ago. us all the time, oh, I don't want to post it if it goes away the next day. Mm -hmm. These are seven weeks old, and they're organized in a really smart way. Yeah. So that those are my first impressions. Love that he's doing stories. Mm -hmm. Great bio. Love that he's tagging his other page. Love that he's using Linktree. Now, let's go down to the actual post for a second, Jimmy. Mm -hmm. Let's look at the actual post. You know the one that I like the most 
it, the one that jumps off the page for me is the the second one in the second row, the one with the sky. Mm-hmm. Like people ask us all the time, what should I post on Instagram? How about beautiful pictures? Let's start with that. That's the whole point of the network. Now, I didn't look at this before, Jimmy, but look how many likes that has. Yeah. 131? Mm-hmm. Okay, close that and open up that first picture, the report. How many has that one got? Yeah, it's got 53. See what I'm saying? Yeah. So you, you, you don't want to get too far out of whack here when you're choosing stuff. The stuff that is beautiful, homes. Now, I really the one I like, if you go down, Jimmy, mm-hmm. go to the one that says Scottsdale ranked number one. That's a great way to do kind of a more of a community, less about a listing. Yeah. It's still got 120 likes. The other thing he's doing a good job of, Jimmy, look at the actual description of that post. Mm-hmm. See how he's got a couple emojis in there? Yeah. See how he's got the hashtags in there? The other thing he did a good job of, notice how the hashtags are in the first comment. So talk me talk me through that for a second because this is something yeah. I see a lot of I think professional people who are posting Instagram do really well is I don't mm-hmm. like I'm an let's be real here we got to be authentic and real with the audience I I I'm lear- taking notes as you're talking about this mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, even though I'm gonna do my own live review with a different twist on this in a second yep. but I see people do that I still stick to the posting my hashtags in the actual description or in the actual yeah. post so yeah. like is there a right balance there that we're trying to strike. Yeah, there's really no right or wrong way to do it, but let me let me explain it this way. The more you do, the spammier it looks and the more desperate you look. Like mm-hmm. I, I, you can do it in the first comment or you can do it in the post. But mm-hmm. if you got so many of them in the post, it looks really spammy. So what I try to do is I try to put a couple hashtags in the post itself. Yep. And then if I want to get more distribution, I'll put some hashtags in comment one. The point of hashtags is that people that don't follow you might follow that hashtag and then your post might end up kind of being featured in that hashtag let me show one other post he did jimmy go to the one where it's him standing in the kitchen this is the other thing like people are used to seeing people Mm -hmm. I, i was actually talking about a different one go down two more rows but either way the the one of him in the kitchen that you just showed plus this one yeah they're also some of his highest engaging stuff He's got over 100 likes on this stuff. So people ask us all the time, hey, I want to do Instagram. What should I do? Well, pictures of yourself, pictures of houses. Mm -hmm. That's my analysis of this account. He's consistent. It looks beautiful. There's one thing Kevin needs. Let me give Kevin one critique. Kevin needs a brand kit. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I can't figure out what his colors are. Yeah. I can't figure out what his fonts are. There's no consistency to the feed. Mm-hmm. Everything looks really good. Nothing looks similar. So if you, Jimmy, do me a favor, pull up my Instagram real quick. You, you want to try to stay on brand even as you vary your stuff. So as you scroll through my feed, like you kind of feel are. like it all mm-hmm. came from the same brand. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of red, there's a lot of black. The fonts are very similar. It it feels like it all came from the same account. Now go back to Kevin's. Kevin's don't feel like they all came from the same account. See that? Yeah. So anyway, that to me is I'm kind of being picky here. I want to give Kevin mad props. I think he's doing a great job. I think this guy's using Instagram really well as an agent 
in uh, in still what I would call the early days of people trying. Yeah, and let me do one quick plug before I go on to mine here, Chris. We had almost 100 people who joined us who came from that earlier share. Can you just give yeah. me 30 seconds on that again? Because I want people to make sure who's just joining right now what we're giving away here for the show. Yeah, basically, guys, listen, Jimmy and I, like we're giving a little bit of a live consulting here with Kevin. But we are going to do a private one-on-one coaching for two people at the end of this live stream. Mm-hmm. Jimmy's going to do one. I'm going to do one. And all you have to do if you want us to analyze your accounts the way we're analyzing these accounts, hit share on the Facebook Live right now. Share it with your friends. Share it in the groups you're in. And then you will automatically be entered to win. We'll be announcing those winners, Jimmy, about 30 minutes from now live on the air. Love it. Okay. So I'll go over mine here, Chris. And this is, first off, this is like Family Feud where the f- first person goes and they get like all the answers right. And then what you're left with guessing like number six and seven on the board. Yeah. Uh, but we're looking at right now is David, uh, David Jr. Realtor. So right out of the gates, my initial impressions are I, all I can do right now is contrast into what we saw with Kevin. I like mm-hmm. Kevin's stories better. As you mentioned earlier at the end of that, Chris, he has that design kit, at least for his stories, maybe not for his post, but he has a design kit for his stories. Uh, David doesn't have that first mm-hmm. off david no one calls it a vlog we have to eliminate this from our vocabulary a, a video blog is just a video or videos uh, dallas trip is super specific mm-hmm. in terms of like who cares about Val's dallas in this particular mm-hmm. case mm-hmm. uh agent 2021 i get that that's also a real estate industry specific event and then no limits i have no idea what that means so just at for, for the first thing chris when i see this mm-hmm. as i'm mm-hmm. absorbing this is that is he targeting realtors or consumers Mm-hmm. Because when I look at the highlights, it's all realtors. So if you're mm-hmm. if that's your angle, then okay, it's going to make a little bit more sense. Uh, but if that's not your angle, then we're really missing the mark here. Sure. If he's targeting consumers, it would be more like Kevin's, right? Homes for sale, mm-hmm. like stuff like that. And also look at his bio, Jimmy. See the difference in the bio? Mm-hmm. David's bio is a little too hashtaggy. Yeah. You know, yeah. there's nothing wrong with having some hashtags. And I like that he has the bit.ly link. But it, it, it doesn't tell us who he is. You're right. Half of me thinks he's a videographer working with agents. Half of me think he's an agent that likes videography. Yeah, and the interesting thing when you click through on that Bitly link, it just brings him over directly to an article or one of his vlogs uh, mm-hmm. that's on his YouTube channel. I don't. Yep. I, I actually think it's a really smart technique, David, which is you're using your social channels to promote your other social channels. This is something we coach all of our clients at Curator. If you're trying to grow your Instagram following, one of the best things that you can do is send an email to your entire list promoting your Instagram account for some mm-hmm. obviously value add that you're going to give them. So I like that he's trying to cross promote Chris Instagram and YouTube. Mm-hmm. I just think that like there's not enough there's not enough of a setup. Like if you're going to link over to a video on YouTube, it probably should be your bio video, I would think, if you're not going to use something like Linktree mm-hmm. uh, versus it just simply being a video that's in a vlog series. So yep. let's pull up his stories and take a look at his what he's got for the stories. All right. Mm-hmm. Walking around. See, we see a lot of this. Let me can I just say one thing about this please? Yeah. Like, there's a massive opportunity on Instagram, Chris, to -hmm. like stop being the person who just basically is holding the camera up like this and talking Mm -hmm. about how great you are in your nice car when you look great. Mm -hmm. Like, there's a massive opportunity to make the customer the hero. And everybody on Instagram just follows a celebrity strategy. Like, we can fall into that bucket too. Mm -hmm. But we've actually made a conscious effort over the last, I think, six months to be like, Everything we do is consumer facing, trying to add value, not making us the star. And my fear is when I see something like this, where it's just another person who's mm-hmm. doing the 
the exact same thing everyone else is doing. So that's my sort of initial reaction if I'm being really critical is mm -hmm. I, I just think the celebrity game plan for real estate is, is, is old, it's tired, and mm -hmm. people are just conditioned to ignore it. I'm not sure if you have thoughts on that right now, but like you're, you know, you're verified, you're an Instagram celebrity in the business space. Mm -hmm. I just feel like at a certain point, you, everyone starts to look the same. Yeah. Well, part of it is just like, if you're going to market your personal brand, go for it. I don't, I don't think we should discourage people from putting themselves out there. I mm -hmm. really don't. But at the same time, don't think that's the differentiator. My critique would be a little bit different. What, what The way I see people using stories wrong, stories are supposed to connect to each other. Mm -hmm. they're, they're supposed to tell a story. So a lot of times, if you click through his, they feel like a bunch of random kind of different things yeah. they don't build on each other they're sort of all over the place I, I saw a guy named alex wang do a good job of this jimmy mm -hmm. where he, he makes the community the hero and then he's the guide and so he'll go to the local farmer's market and he'll do a really tight you know 15 story uh you know tour of that farmer's market um i i think david definitely is a big fan of personal branding if you look through the feed uh, the way that you are, but you're right. If his goal is to generate real estate clients, I'm not sure that this feed. Well, is let me let me just that. say one one thing. Like, and again, I'm, I haven't. We're giving you our honest reaction here, David. And and again, David might be a great guy and might be doing some really great work with his clients. But I but we we got to be real here. Like, if I see this, I just see a guy who's just trying to impress me. Like, I'm not. I'm just like I'm a consumer. Like, what it what in this post like does am i going to be attracted to as a consumer if i'm if i'm looking to hire this guy because this is the thing chris get in the mind of the consumer for a second if i want to hire this guy to help me sell my home or buy a new home like what the hell of any of these posts would actually give me any feeling like oh this guy someone's going to be able to help me i know beautiful shot with you know it looks like him and his wife at a wedding congratulations but like mm -hmm. is, is that your ankle because then like that set up a personal profile for that or set up yeah. a personal page for that like there's nothing there that's really jumping out yeah at me. i think you're right jimmy the second that you're gonna put the word realtor in your handle the second that you're yeah, gonna that switch line. it to a business account make it a little bit about business now here's the good thing for david the upside for him mm -hmm. is what he's missing is what people would rather see than him houses right mm -hmm. but let's again i don't want to say don't do the personal branding it's working if he's comfortable putting himself out there there are ways that can help your business but you're right he looks a little bit more like a model and a little bit less like a realtor i think yeah. that's a fair uh you know critique of his account okay so and, and again i'll go back and i'll look because i feel i feel guilty having to review this live in the air without actually having to watch his video so i will watch his videos and 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 if he will accept my actually jimmy let me let me give one quick uh props here for david see sure. that tab that says igtv mm -hmm. click on that mm -hmm. he's actually doing a really good job here i don't know if the content it, it actually looks like the same critique birthday fun back to school yeah you know i bought some new shoes like it's definitely still like the critique you gave before is valid yeah but I'd, I'd love to know from our audience have you posted to igtv at all i'd love to know in the comments jimmy yes or no have you actually posted to igtv yet because to give david some credit at least he has so here's the thing jimmy we're back to our bandersnatch moment. Mm -hmm. We have two things left that we're going to critique. And if you guys are enjoying these critiques and you're taking notes and you're getting some great advice, hit the like, hit the love, hit the share button. But 
what we need to know right now is do you guys want us to go into critiquing websites or do you guys want us to now critique Facebook pages? Yeah. Let us know right now. Jimmy's going to keep an eye on that. And then, Jimmy, we've got an interview coming up next week. If you can pull up that slide for me. We have a client named Charles Burgess. He's a mm -hmm. great guy. And, and, and what's funny is Charles is converting more leads than the people watching this right now. Mm -hmm. and, and lead conversion is this really, really challenging thing. Like Instagram and Facebook and websites are great, but all they are is, you know, things that lead people to you and then you still have to convert them. And what's fascinating about Charles is he's converting more leads than you and he's not even having to pick up the phone to do it. Mm -hmm. Like if you love the idea of doubling your lead conversion rate, without having to be a telemarketer, sure. you need to watch this interview. Jimmy, the tactics that he's using are so smart and they create such a transaction-ready lead that he doesn't even have to like use scripts or pound the phone to convert them. It's a brilliant strategy. We're going to be sharing that next Tuesday. Everybody watching, if you want to sign up, go to curator.com slash interview and you can register to watch us talk with Charles. He's a great client. He's a great guy. So, Jimmy, what does the audience want us to look at next? The audience wait. the audience has spoken. They want us to go on to Facebook. So mm. we're going to kick it off here. And Let's listen, do, do me a favor. Like, yeah. save some good tips for me here at the end. Like, I'm back. Well, do you want to go first this time, Jimmy? Let's I, do that. You go first. Okay. All right. Yeah, well, you go I'll, first. All right. I, I like that you're playing up that I stole your thunder on Instagram <laughs> advice that you don't know how to give. But keep going. Go ahead and... Uh, Go ahead and pull up. The oh, Facebook it's so page. sad. It's true. Yeah, All right. You go first. Okay, cool. So we're going to go over, uh, looks like Sher Sherwood Strickland Group in Wilmington, North Carolina. Um, okay. So let me, let, let me, this is the way I look at every Facebook page, Chris, when I'm doing any type of analysis. I don't even go to the page. The mm -hmm. first thing I go to, the first and, post, the, not even the first post. No. I scroll down and I look at info and ads. Mm -hmm. That's the first, mm -hmm. I do it every single time. Mm. So like, cause, cause here's the thing guys, no one's visiting your Facebook page. The percentage of people who experience your brand via going to your page is probably mm -hmm. less than 0.05%. Mm -hmm. The vast majority of exposure, impressions, engagement you're going to get is in the feed. And if you're not advertising, you're not reaching consumers. Now, Chris has some amazing stats about Instagram, about how stories are take, overtaking the news feed. Chris and Facebook, it's pay to play. And mm -hmm. let's, let's not be confused by that. I think the stats around organic reach on Facebook are, are so abysmal and pathetic that you're, when you hear them, you're like, why would I even post without putting it behind a budget? So mm -hmm. when I click on info and ads, the first thing I see is they literally have no ads running. Mm -hmm. So that's a, that's a huge red flag for me. Guys, if you're going to be running ads on Facebook, you have ads that you're going to run that are going to be seven days, 14 days, things that you're promoting like a listing, might be only a few days, mm -hmm. uh, or an article you wrote that's a little more evergreen, but you should at the very minimum at the very minimum, have some like mm -hmm. ongoing retargeting ads running, something that's promoting your reviews, something that's promoting getting your home's value. Well, Jimmy, I, I just want to stop you there. I actually don't think most of the people watching know what you, you just did. I, I'm not sure that they knew you could do that. So let me just make sure we don't miss that point. Guys, sure. you can go to any Facebook page now mm -hmm. and you can click on the info and ads tab. And you can see every ad any page is running at any time. Mm -hmm. That is a game changer, Jimmy. Like 
If you want to know what Compass's strategy is, go look at their info and ads tab. Yeah. If you want to know how Zillow's trying to capture seller leads right now, go click on their info and ads tab. Yeah. If you want to see how Curator does marketing and ads, go click on our info and ads tab. So that's a great point because here's what I would do. If I'm advertising on Facebook mm -hmm. and I'm up against this team for a listing, I'm pulling this up at the listing presentation and I'm saying, hey, I want to show you the difference between our ads and theirs. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and if I were to critique their particular page, I actually like the, the uh, featured image they have here, experts okay. represent, representation where experience is a difference. Mm -hmm. Like I think they probably, if they're using that often enough, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a little bit more of a mouthful, but as long as they're using it often enough, they're using some nice design here with this video in the background. I actually dig that. But let's jump over to the home and we'll re review some of their recent posts because I think it's, mm -hmm. uh, if they're not running ads as the first thing, it's big and obvious. And to Chris's point, every Facebook page, every brand, you can now can analyze their ads. One thing I'll give you guys a bit of a pro tip on, I would go outside of the real estate industry, find some inspiration from other brands outside of Zillow, outside of, you know, uh, homes.com or purple bricks, or you name it, go out there and find some non real estate consumer brands that are actually selling high end luxury products. Cause that's going to be much more relevant to what you guys are looking to do. If you're looking to basically be creative. Okay. So the first post here. All right. So I got a lot of problems with this one, Chris. Well, first okay. off, if you notice, the first post is from November 13th, 2018. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, so how often you should you be posting to Facebook? I don't know if you got the exact number, but it sure as hell is a lot more than back in November, every three yeah. months or four months. Uh, when you look at this particular ad, there's several things wrong with it or this particular post. The first thing is, is that you have way too much text on the image. So your chances of running of an ad are going to basically be immediately denied or suppressed because you're mm -hmm. breaking that 20% rule. Mm -hmm. The second thing that you're doing here is you're linking directly to Zillow's website. So Chris, what, what other, or who else is on Zillow's website? Right. Every other agent in the country. Every other agent in the country. So wait a second, let me understand this correctly. You're promoting to your fans, your network, the people who live in your local area to a website in which every other agent that's local to you is also going to be represented. To me, that's insane. And I realized they were like, hey, I've got this great review. I got 130 reviews. That's amazing. Okay, I love that. I love that you're trying to promote reviews. But mm -hmm. the angle is you're driving them to a website in which it promotes other real estate agents. You now own, you own the messaging and you own the channel. So why are you giving that thing up? The second thing they're doing here, Chris, is that um, this is a sort of an, a, you look at a text here on the title, mm -hmm. Sherwood Strickland Group, Wilmington, North Carolina Real Estate. So there is, to write a great ad, there needs to be this, you, you've actually mentioned this perfectly with stories. Mm -hmm. There needs to be this sort of through line. What's the connection? The copy has to match the call to action, which has to match the ad, which has to match the destination in which you're driving. Mm -hmm. All of that is basically broken apart here. So um, I hope you guys got some takeaways from that one. I'll, I'll go one more, Chris, before I pass it to you here. Yeah. Okay. They're just sharing links. Um, there's no likes, no comments, no shares. Um, they're linking again to what appears to be a different website, Simplify the Market. Now it has his branding there, which is a little bit better than the Zillow link there that you shared. Um, but like you have to get in the mind of the consumer and ask, why should I click on this ad? 
and I said this on a previous water cooler, you're, you're competing against their grandmother, you're competing against the products they love, you're competing against sort of the, the news, jack, news jacking event of the day. Mm -hmm. Like you have to have, like our, our favorite line from Matthew Shadbolt, stopping power. There's mm -hmm. no stopping power here. So I'm gonna stop there, Chris. I think generally speaking, if you're not running ads, you need to, Facebook's pay to play. If you're gonna run any type of ad campaign, you have to be consistent with it. And finally, number three, when you're creating any type of campaign, think about the copy, think about the image, think about the call to action, think about the destination driving people to you have to get in the mind of the consumer because when they see this ad there's no other compelling reason for them to click through and they don't know what to do next mm -hmm. agreed yeah there's there's a lot of other stuff we could say there but i think you you basically said it all mm -hmm. um I, I definitely like that they had the video and the cover pick yep but like i was kind of digging that teal kind of blue color mm -hmm. and then as soon as the zillow Gone. post was black it kind of lost me again yeah you said that perfectly um, before when you were talking about the importance of having sort of a style guide or brand yeah. kit is like you the, if you're promoting yourself across facebook instagram email your website twitter igtv if you're getting on spotify with your like you have to have some type of continuity between the colors and the fonts you use if you don't you're basically going to end up confusing the customer and confused people don't buy so chris I'll transition to you on this one to keep it rolling we have the sure sure sales group in sure bolt sure baltimore mm -hmm. okay okay yeah the first thing i like about what they're doing is i love that they have the video cover pick mm -hmm. that's actually something a lot of people still haven't done yet jimmy they haven't actually gone into their cover pick and added a video i love how they have their domain name mm -hmm. on the video they actually put some effort into promoting the video yeah so i think they're doing a good job the first thing i'm going to do because you did it is i'm going to click info and ads and they have some ads running good okay so that's a big deal now as we know if you look at that first ad jimmy mm -hmm. because they're giving the exact location in the ad and because they're giving the price unfortunately they're actually not going to get a lot of clicks on that ad Mm -hmm. Because what somebody's going to do is they're going to like, just do this in real time, Jimmy, highlight the address, just highlight 1158 Carroll street and copy it. And then go in a new paste tab and paste it. I just want people to see what people do. What's the number one result when you do that, Jimmy Redfin. What's the number two result when you do that? Zillow. Okay. So back to your point earlier, if we go back to the page, where, where are you trying to send people? Because as soon as you give them the address, they're out. Mm -hmm. So that's a big part of it now. So it's a good thing. They're running ads. Yeah. It's a bad thing they're giving away too much information in the ads. I like that they're running a lot of video ads, Jimmy. Mm -hmm. If you go down, there's a lot of video ads running. I like that they're using emojis in a lot of these posts. I think mm -hmm. they're doing a good job there. Um, but the other thing is look at that second one. Look at the one. Um, actually, I'm sorry, Jimmy. I know we're not on the same exact page here. Go to the uh, Go down to the third ad where it says coming soon. 831 Milton. Yep, I got it pulled up. You see that? Yep. This is a mistake I see happening a lot on Facebook posts and pages. See how there's two calls to action? Mm -hmm. See how they're saying schedule a tour today, check out all homes here, okay? Mm -hmm. It isn't that you can't do that, but the problem is that you really don't have people's full attention when they're on social media. So we believe that for every one post, there should be one primary call to action. Yeah. As soon as you get people two paths, sometimes they don't take either. So I would recommend that. 
And like, what is your goal? If your goal is to get the tour scheduled, go for it. The reason there's two calls to action, Jimmy, is because they know that people won't schedule a tour from an ad. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Nobody's going to click schedule a tour from that ad and book an appointment with you. What do you think about the call to action schedule a tour? Like, do you think that's like, so let's say that you actually didn't give away the address. They didn't give away the price. When you get down to the call to action, what is the language you would use there to actually get someone to click through? Yeah, well, I don't mind schedule a tour, schedule a showing. What I would do is create a little bit of an urgency. I would say a property like this currently is selling in less than this many days. Mm -hmm. So if you'd like to see it, click here. Mm -hmm. There's no urgency. There's no scarcity. Um, let's go back to their wall, though. Go back to their homepage there. Mm -hmm. um, I'm, I'm trying to find their reviews, Jimmy. Do you see reviews anywhere? Yeah, I do. It's a second tab right below home. Okay. That's really weird. On my On my screen, it does not say that. Maybe it's because I don't like their page yet. Let me try that. It might that just be Facebook help. testing something because Facebook has like 7,000 versions of Facebook yeah. at all times. Well, here's where I'm going to go. And I want everybody to go here for their own page. You got to go to your about tab. Go to the about tab, Jimmy. Mm -hmm. They're doing a great job with that. You know, look at that nice little story they added. Yeah. A lot of people forget to do that. They've got their team members there. Mm -hmm. They've got a way to email them or click over to their website. Like I, I, they've got the map completed. Yeah. They've got the ability to click and send them a message through messenger. Like in, in all honesty, a lot of these things people do truly miss uh, when they're setting up their page. Well, Th those are the, the stuff people trip past. Yeah. What's interesting too, Chris, is if you actually search their brand and this is mm -hmm. what I think what you just, what you pointed out, which is so, so true is that if you search mm -hmm. their brand and you do everything you just said is that mm -hmm. when you Google it, the second option is Facebook. Because yep. Facebook's able to recognize that you're talking about the same company. And you guys can see, like, first off, it's ranking above Zillow. That's that's important to mention. And you can see it has all the reviews there, which is a pretty compelling, like, zero moment of truth. Like, yeah, this is a legit brand with legit reviews and obviously is doing some good work there. Yeah, Jimmy, do me one more favor. Copy the end of their URL. Mm -hmm. Sure, uh, sure, Baltimore. And I want you to go to the end of their, uh, sorry, the end of their Facebook URL. Yep. And I want you to go to a website for me to show the audience called Likealyzer. Okay. If you go to likealyzer.com, you guys, and you actually put in your information. Oh, Jimmy, they may have changed this thing. Oh, I'm on the wrong site. So, Jimmy, can you search for their page there? Does yep. it let you do that? Yeah. So, I'm going to head, I'll see if I can pull it up here live on the air. Yeah, try to pull it up. It may or may not work. But here's the thing, you guys. What this tool does is it's a free way for you to get a grade with recommendations about how to make your Facebook page better. Mm -hmm. So Jimmy gave you guys some good advice on your Facebook page. I'm trying to give you guys some good advice. But there is a program that will actually analyze it and give you unbiased third-party advice. It's called Likealyzer. And I'm pulling and it up right so, now. Let's see if we yeah. can, we'll see if we can get to work here. All right, cool. Yeah, some days it works and some days it just goes a little slower. I'm in that situation where we got now 45 tabs pulled up here. So. Yeah, so there it is. So that's their page. But now this is on a third-party site that's just going to analyze it. It's fetching data. And it gives them a grade. And it shows them, hey, you did a good job here. And you need to be a little more active. Go down to the activity one, Jimmy. That one for me is always really useful. Mm -hmm. See how it actually breaks down like how many posts they're doing? 
See how it actually breaks down the percentage of their posts that are photos versus links yep. versus videos. Like this tool, Likealizer, is something every person watching should use today because you can go through it in 10 minutes and it will really improve your Facebook page immediately. It's, it's a free, simple, easy to use tool, Likealizer. But I, I did want to point that out, Jimmy. Yeah, I love it. And I know you. I know we have some additional uh, articles on this topic, Chris, that we'll pull up here in a second mm -hmm. to help people do a little bit more research on their own. But I think what you just mentioned there is so true. This idea, the ability for people to go through and really obsess over all those little details. Like mm -hmm. when you start to apply that to IG, to your website, to Facebook, to Google, like everything becomes consistent. And I think that's the opportunity a lot of people miss is that they they either are don't have enough time or sort mm -hmm. of get lost in the weeds, but they're, the consistency really really does matter and it, yep. it leaves a lasting impression there. Jimmy show me show one other thing pull up sumo rank this is a website people don't know about sure sumo rank.com this is another great place to go to put in your Facebook page and it will instantly analyze it it'll tell you what your best pay posts are it'll tell you what the best time of the day to post is mm -hmm. it'll tell you what your most engaging posts are it'll tell you the kind of content that your fans enjoy consuming yeah Th this is a really cool tool that you can look at all these pages and it, it will also break them down called sumo rank so between likealizer and sumo rank and the tips we just gave you guys you, you should be able to make your facebook page better right away and i know jimmy on our blog mm -hmm. we're, we're talking today about instagram facebook and websites yep and we're about to get into the websites but the reality is that we are helping people through our blog with these types of tips every single day. So if you guys look at the screen, you're going to see an article there that we wrote about seven ways to make your website better instantly. Yeah. You're going to see an article that we wrote, which is like what real estate agents need to know to get started on Instagram. Mm -hmm. You're going to see an article with how to target seller ads on Facebook. So if you guys are looking for like the written version of today's show, just go to curator.com slash blog and you can find all of these articles and then some right on our website. All right. So should we do a banner snatch to choose who goes first this time, Chris, or you want to take the lead on the next yeah, one? Yeah, <laughs> let's do that. Let's do the last banner snatch. We're going to break down two different websites. Then we're going to announce the winners. But this time we want to know, do you want to have Chris or Jimmy start on the it. website. I feel like this let's, is look at the, let's look at the I feedback. I feel like this is going to hurt my ego a little bit here. We'll, I don't think so, dude. Let's see what happens here. People I think it's going to be pretty close. We need, some, we need some Jimmy fans out there. I need everyone in the Boston office here to start going on Facebook Live and dropping Just my name in Just type in Jimmy. <laughs> Just start typing in Jimmy. <laughs> All right. Well, that's gonna, we'll see if that's going to come in here, Chris. Well, listen, I'll, 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 I'm going to... Oh, we got one Jimmy. There we go. Okay. All right. Jimmy. Wow. Chris. We go. We go best out of five here, Jimmy. Okay. It's. I mean, best out of five. You got four. There we go. Four of the five. All right. All right. They, well, Sweet. The, the, the thing is, is that listen, you guys. Well, let me just say one thing. <laughs> Jimmy has a lot of relatives that watch this show. I just wanted to put that out there. Well, listen. If you go to a concert, they don't leave with the main, the headliner, right? The, they they warm it up and then they end with the headliner. Yeah. So that's the way okay. They so they it. really wanted me to. They did. They were. They, 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 okay, they just. They just knew <laughs> they were trying to trying to help me out here a little bit. All right. Bit. So you're gonna critique next key real estate is that right yeah let me pull right. it up here um here we go here we go okay so again first time i'm looking at the site so 
Okay, the first thing my eye is drawn to when I go to the site is the chat on the right-hand side. Uh, I have some strong opinions on chat. The first thing is if you're gonna use chat, which you can use, you should look at using Intercom, Drift, or Facebook Messenger. Any of these other solutions like Wix, Wix is all-in-one business solution. There's an, Chris, there's an advertisement for the business that's actually empowering that chat. Mm -hmm. So like, if you're gonna use chat, and I think that there's a right way to use chat and a wrong way to use chat, you've gotta go with best in class. That's Intercom, mm -hmm. that's Drift, and that's Facebook Messenger for a free version of that. Mm -hmm. So the first thing I wanna do, Chris, when I see a chat, and I guess you guys can all react to this the same way, what's the first thing that you do when you land on a website and the chat pops up and you wanna close it? Right. So I think I, I think we have an opportunity here not to have chat so prominently feature on the home page. It could be on maybe subsequent sales pages. Okay. So now when I look at the actual page itself, I kind of go directly because your eyes are drawn into the image. I actually like the fact that they have at least a some contrast between the background image and the text. Yeah. A lot of people mm -hmm. make that mistake, Chris. A mm -hmm. distinct approach leaves a lasting impression. Okay. So the problem with this headline is that that could literally be on anybody's website. It doesn't tell me that there's anything about real estate specifically. If I could, I could throw that on a dentist's website, a distinct approach leaves a lasting impression. Impression, you think of like smiling, right? Like it leaves a lasting impression. So I don't, I think they miss a big opportunity here to be much more specific and relevant to uh, the, their audience they're trying to reach. The second thing is, is that before I even scroll, I don't even know where they are. So maybe I can look at that 832 zip code or area code there, Chris. Mm -hmm. I'm not mm -hmm. sure where that is, but like, where are you in the world? Because mm -hmm. right now I'm seeing a beautiful property that, that could be at any kind of high-end luxury resort or, yep. or town. Like, I don't know where you are. Now, I'm going to start to scroll. I'm sure I'll figure that out pretty quickly. I have no idea what Tanglewood, Afton Oaks is, or Southgate. Uh, well, let me just stop there. So like, that's the first thing. It's like, you got to hit him in the, in the face a little bit. If you have a target market, you got to speak to that target market. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I don't see that there. Um, I'm not going to read this and nor is anyone else before I even scroll. What do you want me to do here? Do you want me to scroll or do you want me to go somewhere? You've got to give people direction and clarity and where you want them to go. If you're trying to get them to scroll at the very minimum, have it scroll down or say something like that right now. It's just text. Okay. So mm -hmm. you get into the feature properties for sale. I don't think this is particularly useful to have it right here because it's actually not related to what you see here. So there's a concept in uh, web design called proximity, which basically means that people associate the things that are nearby to each other. So if you have this thing, which is unrelated to this thing, it's going to confuse the consumer. Now they do actually a really wonderful job here with, I think just design in general, uh, lots of negative space, very clear. Oftentimes mm -hmm. this area is crowded. I think they do a really good job with that, Chris. I think a lot of people often kind of just have image after image after image. So I actually do like that. Mm -hmm. As I scroll down, I listen, this is a great object on a page. Th that should be the second object, Jimmy. Yeah, it sort of feels that, like it should that be. That should be right below the fold or that should be above the fold. That, uh, uh, that yeah. to me is the best object on this site. Uh, yeah, but like, like I want to hire Bobby. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I don't know who the hell distinct approach leaves a lasting impression is. Like you, you, you have, talk about personal brand here for a second. Mm -hmm. This guy's like approachable, nice. You say, I want to bring this guy out. Like I, I would want to meet this guy. Mm -hmm. He has a call to action to the team. That yep. needs to be up here. So I agree with you 100% there. As I keep scrolling down, yeah, it's it's actually getting better, Chris. Yeah, start to scroll. It's not bad. He, he's doing actually a pretty good job. Yeah. So service you can trust, right? This is sort of that three points and form of consultation, mm -hmm. right? What people say. Yeah. Listen, like, what, what? Can I say one thing about the what people say? Sure. What a lot of times people forget is where did they say it? Because if you've got a five star review mm -hmm. from Zillow, or yeah. if you've got a five star review from Facebook or Yelp. 
that that's certainly more powerful than just Kim, the client. But I love that he's prominently featuring his reviews on the homepage. Yeah, this, I love that he's using like a background kind of video player. Like that, that's pretty awesome, Jimmy. Yeah. Well, you said you said you said this in the conversion code. You talked about the importance of co-branding. So mm -hmm. if people are if people don't know your brand, if you can mm -hmm. associate your brand with another popular brand, i.e., Zillow, i.e., Facebook, i.e., Google, as a household mm -hmm. name, mm -hmm. then you should take advantage of that. And you should co-brand, which is which one of the things you feature in the conversion code. So mm -hmm. if I were to redesign this website tomorrow, Chris, before I get into the navigation, which is the last thing I want to cover on the site, mm -hmm. I'm starting with this. I'm going into this. I'm going into this. And then I'm giving them a call to action at the end of this. Sure. This concept's called bookending, guys. Mm -hmm. Now, you have two options when it comes to designing a web page. You either want to get them to click or convert. In, mm -hmm. in this particular case, like he wants them to drive to their house. Like that's not a good, good call to action here, Bobby. It's click or convert. What do you want them to do? In this case, the convert could be something more direct like schedule a call or you know, check out our listings or get your home value. And the, and the, that's the convert. And the click might be something a little softer like, hey, mm -hmm. read our articles or you know, maybe check out some additional reviews or take this quiz that we have or follow us on Instagram. So you have mm -hmm. one that's like a fastball down the middle and then you have one that's a little bit softer. Yep. So in Bobby's case, like that's my initial feedback the last thing chris is jimmy do do one thing here sure go to the communities tab mm -hmm. I, I i snuck ahead of you okay i i, I want to get your opinion I, I feel like he's doing a really good job with this page yeah he, he I, let me, i'm gonna come back to that we'll end on that because he's doing okay it, it looks it looks beautiful but chris how how do you get to the home page of any website on the world in the world you click on the logo in the top left okay so why do you have a home link here you don't need that like that's precious navigation that you have mm -hmm. and you have like a link to the home page everybody knows that you click on the logo to get back to the home page so yeah because in theory instead of it being home he could actually have his reviews as a tab at the top exactly exactly there's no reason there's no and reason i don't think resource do people want resources no the link you, I, i'm gonna let you talk about copy because i, I okay. already stunk ahead and looked at yours and there's a lot of copy edits there but yeah you're absolutely mm -hmm. right the copy here really matters you got three four links like take advantage of it i do like the fact that he's actually just using one word each i do like that the neighborhood yeah. guides page is beautiful I love everything about it. I think it's clean, it's beautiful, it's simple, it's clear. You hover over, you know exactly what you're going to be clicking on. I think they did a wonderful job. Bobby, you're missing the bookend technique here. So you've, you've got to give them all this great information, but nowhere to go. But this Jimmy, is. Show, show that on our website. I, I'm not sure if people really understand what you're saying there. So show what you mean by that on, on curator.com. Sure. And then show what you mean by that on a blog on our site. Because I, I don't think people. Yeah, I'll just pull up, I'll pull up a blog to give some give some context yeah. here. So if you go to a, our blog, right, uh, and let's let's go into the one we just featured recently, which is on uh, Instagram here. At the bottom of the blog post, as you begin to scroll down, there's a few things that we do every time, or virtually every time. Is number one, we give them related content. Mm -hmm. So we want them to say, hey, listen, if you enjoy that article, check out this other article. We're trying to get them to dig deeper, dig deeper, dig deeper. That increases time on site, increases page views for a visitor. Yeah, all those things. And the second thing is we have the secondary call to action, which is saying, hey, we got if you want to join our newsletter and get all this content as soon as we release it, subscribe mm -hmm. here. So in this particular case, Chris, you give that sort of first one, which is a softer one, and then a more direct one, which is convert right now. And in that case, I think Bobby has a, a great opportunity. If he's delivering great content, I have no mm -hmm. idea where his tab is now. If he's delivering great content, he has a huge opportunity here to actually like have a secondary call to action. Yeah. So, the other thing, Jimmy, if I can just give one piece of advice on his before you close it. Yeah. 
it's uh next key real estate if you just want to type it in again so a couple things in the header i really think there should be like a contact button mm -hmm. i see he has the phone number yeah but he technically doesn't give you the straightforward like contact us which yeah. is like you said where do you go to find the home page button top left where do you go mm -hmm. to find contact top right don't don't change the internet you know mm -hmm. now but go to the footer jimmy because this is something we learned the other day. We taught this uh, on a recent call we did. See how he actually has a form in the footer? Yeah. That can work. But he's going for the jugular with the form. Mm -hmm. He's basically saying, if you want to get a call back, fill this out. If somebody, That's not going to happen very often. If he would take that form away and he would just put like, enter your email to receive X, Y, and Z, mm -hmm. he would actually get some people registering through that form. I think we did the math and uh, on Curator, we get like four or 500 people a month that yeah. go to our footer yeah. and put in their email. Mm -hmm. But if, if we put a form in our footer that asked for all the information he's asking for, yeah. we would probably get four a month, not 400 a month. Yeah, yeah, exa exactly. So, Bobby, hopefully you found that uh, feedback helpful, and obviously we're seeing lots of comments. Jimmy, give in. him a grade. What would you grade? Like, if you had to give, you know, old school, he's in high school, A through F, what are you giving Bobby for a grade? Uh, everything below the fold here, I'm giving Bobby, like, an A, an a minus with mm -hmm. some opportunities for improvement. But once yeah. you actually factor in the entire website, he's sort of a B minus. Maybe yeah. on borderline C plus, um, but it's but, but these are quick fixes, Chris. These are yeah. this is not like he's doing a lot of things well. Like he, sure. these are e, like this isn't this isn't a complete overhaul. Let's put it that way. Yeah, I think he's doing a great job. I agree. With it. Right around a B B plus is where I'd put him. Okay, so let's go to yours here. The All right, Pazano Pazano uh, Group. Pazano Group. First impression. Whew. First. <laughs> Oh, Jimmy, hold on. My first impression. Now, they do live, it looks like, in Boston because I happen to know 617 Dude, you you is Boston. You cannot be talking shit about them. I know. Show, I do not up. want them to come to the office and track you down for the things I'm about I'm, to say. Okay. But the my first impression mm -hmm. is that this website is about 10 years old. The way it's designed looks like the late 2000 WordPress themes. Mm-hmm. And that wasn't a bad way to do it back then, but right now, that first of all, is anybody else getting nauseous from that carousel? Th that image, that slider, Jimmy, just changing and changing and changing. Mm -hmm. So th there's a lot of problems with this site. The main problem is that it's just, it's an outdated design of the theme, Yeah. right? So when that's the case, it's it, like you said, the other guys is sort of easy to fix. This one's kind of hard to fix. Now, Jimmy, scroll down a little bit. I'm going to show you what I mean by an old web design trend. See how there's multiple columns there? Mm -hmm. So see how you have the about stuff and the get in touch stuff on the right? And then you've got like listings and stuff on the left. The problem is, Jimmy, do me a favor. Make your browser really narrow. L let's pretend you were looking at this on a phone. Because the reality is 60% of people are gonna look at this thing on a phone. So let's look at this on the phone format. Go back to the top again. See how the whole thing just kind of falls apart. Mm -hmm. Like what happens is if your website looks bad on desktop, it's gonna look awful on mobile. It's gonna lose a lot of its functionality. Mm -hmm. And so I'm just not a big fan of that multiple column 
design. Go, go back, Jimmy. Stretch it out again for me so I can see it good. Um, hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Is, there, is, I don't, there, I don't, is there anything salvageable? I think that's the well, here, here's I, that's one of the problems question. is number one, just a, a very simple where's the testimonials? Same thing. You know, let's go to the about page, Jimmy. Let's look at the about page. Maybe it gets better under the hood. And maybe it doesn't, you know? <laughs> <laughs> like like an, an about page. Like Jimmy, can you can you pull up the North Group's about page? Yeah, sure. Because this is the Pisano group. Mm -hmm. pull up the north group and what i want to do is i want everybody watching to ask themselves a serious question which group would you hire right would you hire the north group okay that's that's our clients or would you hire the pisano group do you guys see the difference between the design of those about pages like here's the thing you guys when somebody goes to your about page they actually want to learn about you yeah like the fact that there's not an image of him on the about page of him, that's a big one, you know? And it's like, everybody wants to type out their bio and they want to tell us what their freaking mission statement is. Where are you? Where are the humans? Where's the group? And then yeah. back to your point, like go back to the site, Jimmy. Look at that subheadline: solving problems and providing opportunities. Really? Mm -hmm. What does that mean? Like that is so nondescript to your point earlier. Go to the home value page, Jimmy. God damn it. Go to another one. Let's see. <laughs> it links out. Oh, this is the this is a separate site. So this is another thing that a lot of people do. And it's not it's not the worst thing to do, but here's what you do when you don't like your website, Jimmy. <laughs> you do stuff like this. Yeah. Notice how the domain is now different. I do like the domain, hotsellersmarket.com. Mm -hmm. I like the domain, but like the reality is that this simple little squeeze page yeah. actually looks better than his whole website. It's got one big photo. It's got good copy. It's very clear as to what the value prop is. Yeah. You know, so, but go, go back to the website again. Yeah. Look, can, can I say one thing here before? Because yeah. I'm, I'm going to give you an opportunity to catch your breath. The, mm -hmm. like, this is something you said that's so important for everyone to understand is that you have certain pages on your website that are far more important than others. And Chris and I believe those are that's going to be your home page because I think get the most amount of traffic. But then shortly there on after, we call them your money pages. That's your seller's page, basically selling why someone should hire you. That may be a buyer's page where you sell someone why they should hire you as a buyer's agent. That would be your reviews page where you talk about what makes you special and unique and showcase some of those you know really positive customer testimonials you have. And then that's going to be your about page. If people are looking at these pages, they want to hire you. So we there's such little thought that goes into that, Chris. Yeah. It's like as if you did everything right. You're posting on Instagram. You drove them to your website. They actually saw the listing. Now they're actually interested in you. And then it just collapses at that point. Yeah. Well, Jimmy, let me give you, this is from HubSpot. I just pulled this up. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give everybody the four most important pages on their website. Number one is your home page. Mm -hmm. Number two is your about page. Mm -hmm. Number three is your blog. He doesn't even have one. Right? Number four is your contact us page. That's two for two, Jimmy, that didn't have a dedicated page with the ways to contact them. Yeah. They've just got these like hacks with the phone number and the header. 
You need a dedicated contact page. You need a blog. You need an about page. You need a testimonials page. Like these are the basics and you've got to do the basics better. And remember everybody that's playing along today, we're giving them a gift card. They knew that the point of this was for us to beat them up a little bit. Hopefully this will give the Pisano group the shot they needed to start taking their website more seriously. You know, the thing about websites is interesting, Jimmy. If you do it right, you can attract a lot of business. Mm -hmm. but, but when you do it wrong, you actually repel a lot of business. So it, you have to be so careful because, like you said, they came to your site. They clicked about. Those are such precious moments between you and the consumer. And, and a site like this is going to pretty much lose most of those people, unfortunately. Yeah, and I love one of the comments we just had from Susanna Murphy saying, watching Chris Smith is like watching Joan Rivers on Fashion Police. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it. Joan was a legend. I'll take it. Thanks, Susanna. All right. I know we're going to give the giveaway, Chris, uh, but I'm going to pass it to you here. Take it to the house, buddy. Yeah, we are about to announce the two winners. I'm so excited to do this now. I feel like we should give the Pisano group uh, one of the lessons, but they just got a lot of good tips, even without the one-on-one. But we are about to give away the two private classes with Jimmy and I. Jimmy, you are going to be doing a one-on-one -on -one consultation with Donna Brown. Congratulations, Congratulations Donna. Donna. You and Jimmy are going to get to do a one-on-one 30-minute -on -one, call about your Insta, your Facebook, and your website. All you have to do, Donna, is just email Jimmy directly. Jimmy yep. at curator. Dot com. You can see the sign above his shoulder for the spelling of curator. And the the other winner uh, that gets to work with jo Joan Rivers. Is that right? Joan, uh, I feel like I'm kind of like, I'd rather get the Gordon Ramsay one, but I'll take Joan Rivers. But the other winner, congratulations to Mr. Jamie Crobb. Jamie Crobb, I'm coming at you, buddy. You're going one-on-one -on -one with me. My email is Chris, C-H-R-S at curator.com. So the other thing, Jimmy, as we wrap it up, we are getting a lot of traction mm -hmm. on the audio podcast. You know, some people like to listen to us when they run or when they're driving or when they're working out or, you know, kind of awkward, Jimmy, but people like to listen to us in the shower, my friend. And you cannot watch the water cooler while you're in the shower. You should not watch the water cooler while you're driving your car. Mm -hmm. It is hard to watch the water cooler while you are running, right? Mm -hmm. So we are available on iTunes, Stitcher, and Spotify. So go to those places that you listen to podcasts. Make sure you subscribe. Give us a nice review. The last thing I'm sure you're wondering is, can I just hire you guys to do my website and to do my Facebook page and to do my Instagram for me? If you guys are so clever, why don't you do it? And I'll let the experts do what they do. It was funny, Jimmy. I was talking to Annette the other day mm -hmm. and she said, there's so many realtors that hate Fizbo's. Mm -hmm. They hate it when a consumer thinks that they're an expert. Thank you guys. Hit the heart button, hit the like button. Another great episode. Good stuff, Jimmy. Thanks so much.